You ready for this? Yes, born ready. Born ready. Born to podcast. <laughs> oh, no. So not badass. No. Welcome to the Misfit Stars podcast. I'm Shannon Curtis. And I'm Jamie Hill. Hi, listeners. Shannon and I are a married pair of working artists. Novel. <laughs> and this podcast is our weekly date for getting on microphones and talking with one another and with you about stuff that's mattering to us this week. We're so glad you're here. Yeah. This week, especially. Rough week. And hi, sweetheart. Hi. 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 I just feel like we need to start this podcast with a giant group sigh. That's like right. Everybody in through your nose. In through your nose. Ready? And hold out. and through out your through your mouth. Isn't that better? Repeat as necessary throughout the podcast. I will. I will be doing that. That'd be great Probably if we just stopped talking and just did random breathing things. People would be like, this is soothing, but also very weird. Oh, my gosh. So a quick announcement. The podcast is taking summer break. <gasps> summer break. This is the last podcast for a while. For a in, bit. in my mind, I'm imagining that this could go into like after Labor Day. You know what I mean? Kind of like coming back to school, but for a podcast, yeah. something like that. Because you know what, y'all? We need it. We need a break. We need a break from sort of the the wheels that this, we love doing this, but it's yeah. also just, we need a break from that structure mm-hmm. for the summer. Mm-hmm. We need, our, our minds and our hearts need a break. I know you're supportive of this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Yes. Appreciate you. Yes. And also, like, we're still accessible and available to yeah, you. If you need us, you can always find us in the Misfit Stars social network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh Shannon somewhat less these days, but she's there. We're there. We're both there. Uh, you can email us, jamie at misfitstars.com, shannon at misfitstars.com. We want to hear from you. Yes. Uh, it's not like we don't love you and we're going away. It's not like that. It's just we need a little break and we're taking one. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy and daddy still love you. Right? There's a lot it sounds of, like you're giving a divorce talk. <laughs> there's a lot of kids from broken families out there, you know what I mean? Like more than 50%, oh, kind of by definition. Right. So it's just kind of important to say that just because something is changing doesn't mean it's because you did something bad. <laughs> It's not you, it's us. Imagine if we were like, you know what? You've been terrible podcast listeners and we're taking a break. And this is on you. If you hadn't acted that way, there would be a podcast this summer. Oh my gosh. It's such a one-way communication (laughs) that that doesn't make any sense at all, but I love it. Speaking of one-way versus two-way communication, Ah. on last week's podcast, Mm -hmm. we asked our listeners, we challenged you to let this com- communication be a little bit two-way. And we challenged you uh, to record a voice memo and send it to us so that we could hear your voice. And a couple of you did, and it was so, it was so great. lovely to hear your voices. But there are so many more of you who I know listened, and you're like, well, I don't know about that. We actually want to hear from you. Like, oh, we really do. It was great. So, And just- we're going to actually share in a little bit one of these. Oh, okay. Just because I think it's really timely. It was great. just a wonderful message. I've pre-cleared, gotten permission. Great. Uh, it's it's from uh, Mrs. Star Alyssa. She's very happy to uh, have this shared out there. She awesome. let me know that specifically. That's wonderful. So we want to hear from you. Even though we're going on break... Here's the deal. You just pick up your smartphone, record a voice memo, mm-hmm. and send it to us. You can email it to jamie at misfitstars.com. J-A-M-I-E at misfitstars.com. And or shannon at misfitstars.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three we, N's, two at the end. <laughs> 
two in the middle. Two in the middle. Silly. We saw an actor no, last know. night who had two ends was, at the end. Yes. It was yeah, Brandon, but with two ends. You're confusing me with Brandon. Anyway, uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, so do that. We, we really genuinely do. You would make our summer break kickoff just feel so great. So, and to set the stage for why we want these messages... Right now, I'm going to play you a message from Misfit star Kitty, who also gave me permission to share this with you. How great. Check this out. It's so wonderful. I went to Lena's wedding last Saturday. It was a beautiful wedding. It was just gorgeous. I loved it. She was the happiest I've ever seen her. Anyway, um, I was driving with Marcus, and when we went to leave, we got in the car, and, uh, you know, cleaned off the window because it was pouring rain. Oh, yeah, it poured rain at Lena's wedding. Anyway, I looked out the windshield, and there, running through the grass by the trees ahead of the car, was a bunny. And it made me think of you. So you see what I mean? How this can be like a light in our life? Uh, yeah, you could be the light. You could be the light. Oh, be, my goodness. Be the light. Thank you, Kitty. Thank you so much, Kitty. Uh, so, Jamie, how are you feeling today? Two ways. My feelings are evolving. Uh, you know, it's been a rough week. The row stuff, uh, it, it, we'll get into it. I, I have felt over the last few days anxious. There's still a little residual reservoir of anxiety within me for sure. Yeah. You know, it has subsided some. Uh, it's for sure much less bad than it was yesterday, which was less bad than the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still there. It may be there for a while. It's manageable. I have tools. Also, I notice it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be honest about that because this is the how are we feeling mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm feeling determined. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people out there, from what I'm seeing, are feeling determined mm-hmm. right now. You know, like, you know how sometimes something can happen where it really, it's a watershed moment for the bad on the bad side, but it's also a watershed moment for the good. Like it really jolts some people into action and into feeling like this is the time that we have to really seize what power we have. I hope that it is. I kind of feel like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And it's encouraging to me to see so many other people out there feeling that way Yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, those two things, my inner life uh, is for sure a little bit chaotic right now. Yeah. How about you? How are you feeling? I mean, I will echo that sentiment. My mm-hmm. inner life is definitely chaotic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, over the last number of days since uh, the Friday Supreme Court decision, I've cycled through sadness, rage, fear, worry, grief, and all again, like over and over, you know, through yeah. a lot of those things. And for, for lots of different reasons, and we'll get into more of that stuff when we talk about this issue in a minute. But yeah, the, the, I, I'm having to pay really close attention to how I'm feeling in any given moment. Um, yeah. Just keep really short accounts with myself. Yeah. You know, um, really checking in quite often with how are you feeling, yeah. Shannon? What do you need? What can you do about it? What will you do about it? Yeah. You know, um, so... So yeah, that's definitely part of my experience. Um, in this moment, uh, so, uh, so I've got that, and I've in this moment, I just kind of feel like a general sense of of alarm <laughs> <laughs> about the world, about our country. Yeah. Uh, again, we'll talk about that more specifically in a minute, so I'm not going to get into it now. But I'm also feeling some contentment right now mm-hmm. on another plane. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it has to that has to do with uh, a few things. Um, one is that we have finished the writing and recording process for this album. Yeah, and, and that actually had, comes with some complicated feelings. Like I feel, I feel really good about it, and I'm really proud of it. And um, and that makes me that brings a sense of contentment to me. And and just being done with something with a big project like that that's taken months, you know, that feels, that brings some some contentment. Mm -hmm. It also brings something like, I don't, it's not grief, but kind of sadness. It's a release. It's like like, like, like an emotional release. You know how sometimes crying yeah. makes you, like it's just, it is a, it's just an emotional release. Like I told you last night, like I think at some point I'm going to have to cry yeah. about the fact that I'm done with this record. Not like in a bad way, not yeah. like in a, in a mourning or a loss, but in a, just a release. Whenever way. you go through a big, long, intentional process that has a defined endpoint, along the way, I think we accumulate a lot of emotional stuff. Yes. There's just a lot of, there's a complicated emotional world that lives around a project of this size. Yes. And you accumulate lots of little extra bits and pieces that you're just holding on to. I know that's my experience. Yeah. I've had to create my own little world around this yes. thing. And now I have to let that go right. to make room for other worlds. Right. And that's that, I mean, that's something to mark. Yeah. I mean, in some sense, I'm still going to be living in this world for a lot of reasons. I've got yeah. a bunch of writing to do. Um, I'm, I've got a show to prepare. I've got, so I've got more to do with this material. I'm not leaving this world. Nah. But this, this sort of like reaching the end of this part of the journey, it's a, it's a time for a big sigh. It's a time for the breathe in yeah. and sigh. <laughs> You yeah. know, um, so, so anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like unraveling sort of the complicated emotions around all of that. Um, I'm also feeling some contentment because I've been really great this last week or so about my like morning movement routine and my body feels really good. Mm -hmm. I did some this morning. Mm -hmm. My lungs feel healthy and yeah. my body feels good. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's really contributing to a sense of contentment in my spirit, which is really Nice. And how great to have that lever that we can pull on. Yeah. Something that we can actively do, that we can choose to do to make ourselves feel a little bit better yeah. about things. Yeah. You know, my, I've got a morning routine and it's the same thing. I come yeah. upstairs feeling limber and sweaty and kind of ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things that I'm feeling. Great. Uh, should well, we launch into the good news machine? Launching into a machine sounds... Okay. It's Maybe a, fraught? It's a bad idea. Let's fire up the good news machine. That's what we do. Uh, I have an item and we need we need good news. So here we go. What you got? Um, did you hear that last week the Biden administration uh, has proposed new rules that prohibit discrimination against transgender students under Title IX. I love it. I did um, hear, and yes, I'm stoked. Yeah, this obviously is coming at a time when trans kids all over the country are being targeted. Uh, not, I mean, it's, it's, it's trans kids, it's trans people in general, but, yeah. but especially trans kids in sports and in school and, yeah. you know, um, that kind of thing. They're being targeted by GOP lawmakers, by Republicans. They, the, the, the trans community has become the latest uh, bogeyman yeah. for, for the Republican Party. It's important to note that it's not just politicians. It, they're oh, yeah. being targeted in right-wing media. Oh, yeah, right. Like viciously. Right, Like right. three primetime segments per night, five days a week. What? Hannity and Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram 
are all talking about trans kids and trans people in general all the time. Trans people are... And vilifying them. According to Fox News and related right-wing media ecosystem participants, uh, trans people are the single biggest threat to the American way of life that there currently is. My God. Like even more than brown-skinned people, which is saying something. What the hell? So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a scary bad time, and the this move by the Biden administration is is wonderful on the merits, like it will actually help people. Yes, and also it's just a wonderful statement of solidarity. Yes, absolutely. They're also uh, they've also proposed rolling back some elements of a Trump era policy that um, narrowed the scope of campus sexual misconduct investigations. Like d- during the Trump administration, basically the rules they put in place were it's now easier to rape your classmates on college campuses because there's less accountability. There was like a burden of proof thing. It was really messed up. It was so messed up. So they're rolling that back. Betsy DeVos is a, a malignant cancer upon our body politics. She was and is. You're right. Yeah. So She's- behind the scenes now, but still giving a bunch of money and supporting all kinds of really nutball stuff. Yeah, these were good pieces of news. Um, it, it, you know, in so many ways, it yeah. feels like our government and our, our democratic leadership, like I want them to wake the F up and They're do more. just asleep more, at the wheel right? what it feels in like. In so many ways. However, these are two things that actually will have a positive impact yep. in the lives of real people. Yep. Um, you know, so that's good. It's good news. And yay, let's celebrate it. Woohoo! Woo. Jamie. Yes. Will you help us get less dumb? Class? Anyone? Anyone? I will help us briefly get less dumb. <laughs> okay. I can't guarantee how much of a long lasting impact it's going to have. Like, okay. y'all might be just dumb in a couple minutes after <laughs> it. But for this brief little moment, you're okay. going to be a bit smarter. It's just a little good news statistic. Uh, Factoid. So there was a study that was just published four days ago, uh, as of the day we're taping this, June 23rd, in Lancet Infectious Diseases. Okay. Catchy, I mean, I have a subscription to that magazine. I'm sure most (laughs) of the listeners do. So this is probably a bit of a recap for most of you. Right. Um, So this study found that in the first year of the vaccine rollout for, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, coronavirus or COVID, uh, the jabs saved the lives of somewhere between 19.1 and 20.4 million people. What? Around 20 million, 20 million people. people's yeah. lives were saved in what, the U.S. Uh, or no, that's uh, that's worldwide. Worldwide, that's global. But still, that's okay. global. But like without vaccines, roughly three times as many people would have died from COVID <gasps> in 2021 alone. Oh my God! And that's not even counting 2022 and, and, and Omicron and all of that. Wow! You know, wow. it's amazing. It's so cool. So. Vaccines, people, they work, they're great. There are statistics, they've been studied, they're so effective, so good. So now we're a little bit less dumb. Amazing. And less dead. Yeah, let's get less dead. That's our (laughs) new segment on the Misfit Stars podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, you know what? I would like to ask a question, and that question is, where is my gold star? I have a suspicion where it is. And we're going to get to the bottom of this little mystery. (laughs) It's new song time, people. We have a new song, which is the final song. 10 of 10. From this album project. Yeah. Bittersweet for me, just because I love this album a lot. I love making it. It's okay. We're going to make more. But this has been a special one. Yeah. Yeah. And And we still still get to exist in this world a little bit longer. And this is a special song, too. Is it? I think so. It is to me. That's great. Very emotional feeling. Do you want to do a brief setup? I, I do. Okay, so y'all know this whole album project has been a step-by-step journey through 
action items, things that I can do, that we can do to cultivate peace of mind and grab a hold of our agency during difficult times. Mm-hmm. And um, we've gone through all of all of the all of these steps from naming the monster under the bed, naming the thing that's robbing us of our peace, acknowledging uh, ways in which we've tried to cope with that in ways that don't serve us, recognizing areas in which we are powerless, things over which we are we don't have any power to change, acceptance. That's like the biggie, the centerpiece, right? Of being with the reality of what is and the peace that that brings. Then looking to building courage within ourselves to act in the ways that we can, finding the ways in which we do have power and and acting on that. Um, Finding others who are doing this work inside Mm -hmm. themselves as well and being able to build power with them. Uh, The last song that we did, Serenity, was about the idea of the necessity to stay in the struggle mm-hmm. while doing these things to cultivate our peace and grab hold of our power, that there's no escaping. There's no escaping the, the struggle in order to find this. We have to stay in it. Mm-hmm. And so as we got to this last step, my aim in this last step, when I set out and I set, I set myself some questions sort of to explore the topic, I wanted this step to be sort of... Uh, an action of commitment to myself. Like, okay, I know now I have these set of tools, the set of tools to use for my benefit. And I, and I want to commit and recommit myself to what they're going to mean in my daily life. Like what, what is my commitment to myself in all of this? So that's really what this last song sort of started out to be and, and what it is. Um, you know, I, I, I journaled about the, the idea that the circumstances in my life or in the world don't have anything to do with my ability to have peace inside me. Uh, other people in my life really don't have anything to do with whether or not I have peace inside me. It's always up to me. All of, these, all of this work is always up to me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it occurred to me, this is kind of like a surprise, like like discovery as I was journaling. You know, I set out at the beginning of this, you know, to, to cultivate peace of mind and grab hold of agency during difficult times. But like it occurred to me in the middle of, of writing for this last song that it's really in all times that this is that these are the steps necessary for me to have peace inside of me That's true. and to and to uh realize my agency mm-hmm. like even cuz i've had situations in my life i've had i've been in parts of my life where circumstances are objectively great mm-hmm. and the people in my life are treating me well and loving me and i've been discontent mm-hmm. right like so it is really in all times that this work is important to me mm-hmm. and so given that information like I, I I want this I wanted this last song to be a commitment to in good times and bad. It's like like a marriage vow, <laughs> right? But to myself, like it's in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, mm. richer or poorer. That I'm going to commit to to doing this work daily in my life, um, and so that's really that's really what the song is. Um, it's been a wild five plus months since we started this. Mm. And when I started out, um, you know, I identified the, the two big things that were 
robbing me of my peace at the beginning that mm-hmm. I sort of publicly identified that I was personally wrestling with were climate change and the rise of fascism in the United States. The universe has considerately given you a few more things to throw into there. Good Lord. Like, it, it, yes. I don't think I was even, I don't think I was prepared for the ways in which, especially the rise of fascism uh, has been accelerating Mm -hmm. over the course of me doing this project. And, um, and and here here's here's a thought that I've been having a lot lately. We've been having, we've had some conversation with with friends about this, and I've also been just like privately sort of like mulling this idea that you know, especially given in the light of like the Supreme Court decision from last Friday, which we will get to in a minute here, um, things things are getting things might get worse. Like this is bad. It's and and even in the decision that they that they brought down on Friday um, about uh, overturning Roe versus Wade, they signaled that they are coming for more rights. They, 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 sig- they invited it, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the first time in American history, they have taken away protection for a fundamental human right. Yeah. That's never happened. Um, and societies that start taking away protections for rights are not healthy societies that are doing well. And it's clear from previous example of other countries where this has happened, yes. where those countries head to. Yeah. And it's not a good place. It's bad. And that's so, where we're headed. Yeah. So back to the back to my experience of this all and 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 the relationship to this project and this song, I've really been sitting with the idea that things might get, things could get really bad here. Mm-hmm. And it just feels surreal to like acknowledge that. Yeah. But like there's a very real possibility that that I, we, end up living under autocratic fascist rule in the United States of America. That could define the second half of my life. That could be what my life consists of here. Um, and I'm only speaking of it personally because this project is a personal, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, thing. So how am I going to live? How am I going to be? How am I going to create a life of joy and beauty and meaning and purpose in the midst of a circumstance like that? Mm-hmm. It's the same work. It's the same work that I've been doing these last five months. It's the same work that's required of me in all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and and here's the thing. People have done this before. People who've lived through history as bad and worse than what we're currently facing have managed to build lives that are defined by beauty and love and hope mm-hmm. and meaning and purpose and joy. Strong community. Yeah. And that's possible. It's not... It's not what I want. It's not how I want. Like, I want justice. I want to live and I want to build and live in a society that is defined by justice Mm -hmm. for all, you know? And we may get, we we might get to do that. We might. That's also a possibility. But like, the, the gravity of what we're seeing happen in our country right now leads me to hold the idea much more much more heavily that it's really possible that we could be living in really 
dark, dark times in the mm-hmm. near future, right? Mm-hmm. And if if that's the case, and if the and, and if it's the case that things get better because we make them better, it's still going to be. I, I still need this commitment to myself to do this work inside me to build the kind of life that I want and need mm-hmm. and the kind of world that I want. So, like, when we were listening to this song as we were working on the mix yesterday, I've heard it a hundred times, right? I, in the process of writing it and arranging it and, you, you know, the first part of your production on it and, and you know, working on it together. I'd heard it like a hundred times and we were listening yesterday and I teared up in oh, the middle of listening because... Yeah. I think I just had a moment of understanding. Like, this song that I wrote was ministering to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, a a past version of myself that wrote this was like, Shannon, you need this today. Mm. And... Um, and I hope that it, I hope that it can bring the, that kind of moment to whoever hears it too, that they can have an experience with themselves of being able to make this kind of commitment to themselves, mm-hmm. right? So that's my offering to y'all. And um, the song is called Good to Me.
that song, every time I hear it now, is so moving to me still. Mm, I'm glad to hear that. Love it. I just love that little controlled release at the end. <laughs> you know? Like, it's euphoric in a way. When there's that sort of first kind of mini, like, pretend ending, <laughs> you know, and then it comes back. It comes back hard, but in a restrained way. Like, mm-hmm. it's purposeful. Steady. Uh-huh. And I really appreciate that as, as a metaphor for what the song's talking about. Mm. That there aren't necessarily huge fireworks when you do this kind of work. Mm-mm. That you just have that steadiness. Mm-hmm. But that also it can feel really good. That resolved commitment. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel good about this one. So, you know, I've been thinking about what you've been saying. And I've decided that we're going to give you gold stars. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. I think you really deserve them. I think it's just a wonderful, moving song. And I think it's a beautiful capstone on a wonderful record. Thank you. And you did beautiful work on it as well. So some gold stars Aww. for you as well. Thank you, sweetheart. So, this feels important. Please hold for a very important message. We got to talk about the row stuff. Uh, we we could, can't not. We can't not. Uh, you know, it's all we've been talking about uh, and it's all anyone's been talking about since it happened and that's good because we all need to be talking about this and we need to be talking about it a lot Uh, I wrote something about this uh, a day or so ago and we thought that it might just provide an appropriate container if I were to read it so I'm just going to do that that sounds great I've been taking time to process this road decision before speaking out about it A weird part of long-term sobriety is that you learn to pause when you're having the impulse to rage, to collect your thoughts and process them a bit before popping off at the mouth, which is my specialty and where I tend to go first. (laughs) It surprises me that I'm this more measured person now, and I'm not perfect at it, but it was impossible to ignore on Friday uh, the violent and dangerous nature of my internal dialogue upon hearing the news. Mm. My thoughts and feelings have been this turbulent mixture of rage, impotence, sadness, and I'm realizing now that I've had a moment to process grief. And the grief part, once I identified it, is the part that surprised me and what I felt like I needed to interrogate more. And what I've been realizing is that I'm in the process of mourning a country that's in a transition, away from a place defined by the rule of law, however messy, and toward, well, I'm not exactly sure toward what, And that's the scariest Mm. part. The broad contours, of course, are that we're descending into fascistic, authoritarian, minority rule. The raw exercise of power by an extremist religious minority over the wishes of the broad majority of the country's citizens. It's shocking, to be sure, and terrifying. We've seen this happen to other countries throughout the 20th century. It was sort of a theme, if you recall. (laughs) And it always ended really badly. But it's the unknown of it that I find the most deeply worrying. Mm. This is uncharted territory. We know from history that healthy democracies don't take away human rights Mm. once granted. Mm -hmm. The path we're on from a historical perspective is crystal clear. But the how of it and the timing are, of course, unknowable. Does this happen quickly now? Friday was for sure an extremely significant inflection point. The sudden uncertainty and instability of this place that, despite its many faults, I felt so fortunate to call home. These are what have been waking me up at night. Our country on Friday declared women and other people with uteruses to be second-class citizens whose legal rights to bodily autonomy are not the same as men and other people without uteruses. 
But those are just legal rights, which are not the same as moral rights. People with uteruses, of course, still have an absolute moral right to their bodily autonomy. Word. And it's important to recognize this. In the same way that black people in America had an absolute moral right to their bodily autonomy in 1850, regardless of what the prevailing laws said at the time. Word. This decision... Friday's decision, the Roe decision, runs counter to the natural progression of human rights in a healthy country. Mm -hmm. We can see this in the history of other countries and in the brief history of democracy worldwide. In a situation where the law runs counter to a group of people's God-given moral rights, Mm -hmm. the only appropriate moral response is to work to subvert that law. Mm Mm-hmm. So to that end, I want to let our community, and that's anyone listening to this and anyone within their reach, I want to let you know that Shannon and I are committed to doing what we can to actively support your right to bodily autonomy. Mm -hmm. Through our work, we are connected, uh, you know, on the podcast, online, lots of other places with a large number of people in states that now control what women can do with their bodies. If you are one of those people, and if you need medical care that's now prohibited in your state, and you're in a financially precarious position, and you need money that you don't have to travel, get a hotel, whatever it takes to get the medical care that you need, let me know. Let me, Jamie, J-A-M-I-E at MisfitStars.com. Let me know, and I will help you fundraise for it or connect you to resources that will help find funds and resources for you to get this done. It's fucked up that we even have to talk about this, but here we are. If you need help, please let me know, and I will do what I can to help you, and Shannon will too, in practical ways that help get you the care you need. It's morally wrong that fascist politicians and their clerics are telling anyone what they can and can't do with their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I and Shannon, we're committed to doing what we can personally do to undermine them. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about here, by the way, this is called mutual aid. And this is an idea that we all need to get a whole lot more comfortable with. no one is going to save us but us. If you're not familiar with mutual aid, just Google mutual aid and you can learn about it. Uh, but it's basically just identifying like-minded people and forming communities in person and also virtually so you know when the shit goes down who you can trust. You already know. It's and, community and, people helping each other meet their needs. Yeah. And it also it feels really good too, you know? Kind of related to all this sort of serenity and sobriety stuff that we're always talking about that Shannon was just touching upon and talking about the new song. You know, being helped is necessary sometimes, and that's a lifesaver. Helping other people feels great and makes you feel better about yourself. So it's all good. Look up mutual aid. Um, so yeah, you know, in closing, to all the women and people with uteruses out there hearing my voice right now, I'm so deeply, deeply sorry that this has happened. I feel your pain and your fear and your frustration so keenly. And I share it. And I am devastated. I know Shannon is too. We're sending you so much love. And if we can support you, please let us know how, and we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appreciate those words. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really, like, it's it's a very clarifying thought that we all need to just kind of, like, say in our heads, like a mantra. The fact that the Supreme Court, which, let's be real, uh, has been captured by a Christian fascist white nationalist majority. Minority. Excuse me, excuse me, minority. Yeah. They've created a majority for themselves on the Supreme Court in yeah. illegitimate ways. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to go down that road, but uh, several of the justices on that Supreme Court should not be there. For various reasons, yeah. all bad, yeah. Um, and 
so even if even if that body has said that there are no legal protections for bodily autonomy, it is still my and your and everybody listening moral fundamental right yeah. to have control over my own body and your own body. Bodily autonomy law, is an inalienable human right. That's right. The law, the law is bullshit yeah. <laughs> on that topic. Like what is legal is not what is right. That's we right. obviously have seen countless examples of that over the course of our our country's history. Slavery was legal. Say no <laughs> right, more. Right. So it's just really important to, re- to remember that. I still have the right to my bodily autonomy. Yes. And that's not just because I live in Washington State, which supports no, abortion. it's because you're a human and it's a human right. <laughs> exactly. No matter where I live on the planet. Women in Mississippi, women with uteruses in Missouri, like, it doesn't matter what your local governments might have to say about it. You have an absolute fundamental human right to control your own body. Yes. Uh, that also goes for trans people. Yes, it does. Seeking... Uh, trans about uh, gender affirming care. Yeah, you know, and and here's the thing: this this decision, like we mentioned earlier, it's specifically about abortion and about reproductive rights, protections for reproductive rights, um, or lack thereof. But they've signaled that they're coming for more. Like the claw, the 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 principle on which they struck down Roe uh, is also the principle that. Um, on which marriage equality rests, on which uh, 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 sexual relationships between same-sex people rests. Mm-hmm. Um, contraception, the right to use contraception yeah. in this country, the legal protection for that right is based on the same principle. And they have signaled that they're coming after these things. It is, uh, uh, and given the pace, the accelerating pace at which this minority, this fascist minority is trying to entrench their power in this country, those things are going to come fast. Yeah, they will. They're not going to be, oh, sometime down the road. The way this works, when when a minority needs to entrench itself into power, I I read somebody saying that, uh, that their grandfather or somebody grew up as a child in Hitler's Germany. Mm -hmm. And the quote was something about how fascism first comes in inches Mm -hmm. and then all at once. Yeah. And that's, that's the deal here. You have to, when you, when you are a minority trying to entrench yourself into power, you lay the groundwork for decades like they have been on this stuff building, building, getting themselves into positions where they can make little incremental changes. And then once they have the opportunity to strike, they have to do it all at once because we saw the outpouring of outrage, not just outrage, but just, oh no, you're not doing this to us on Friday when, you know, like spontaneous protests all over the country. Men and women and everybody in between getting out there and being like, no, 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 no. That's not happening here. Like they, they have to do it quickly because they realize that the majority who would like to hang on to their freedoms <laughs> won't put up with it. And so they've got to clamp down hard and fast. Yeah. And so this is going to come fast, yeah. you know? Like, so like you said, we're going to need to get really focused on community, mm-hmm. on being there for each other, asking for help when we need it, the idea of mutual aid, the idea of 
Like, we're going to need to be focused on that really hard. We're going to need to be focused on continuing to do our work. We heard from one of our Misfit Stars just this afternoon. It was so encouraging. She said that she went to her therapy session today and they talked, they spent almost the entire time talking about the road decision and her, you know, emotional reaction to it and processing that. And her therapist said, pretty much everybody I've, I've seen since Friday has also been doing this. And our friend, or our Misfit Star who, who mentioned this to us said um, that her interpretation of that was encouraging because it seems like there are a lot of people who are trying to do their work, their inner work around this stuff to prepare themselves to fight like hell. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need to be focused on community. We're going to be needing to focus on, our, on doing our inner work. And we, like... We need to decide, Each, every single one of you listening right now needs to decide right now what you are going to do to channel all the feelings you're having about this to do something. Because yeah. it may be the case that, that it's too late for us. It might be. I don't, I mean, I don't know. And I don't say that to be like scary, mong, scary mongering, you know? I don't say that. It's just good to be clear-eyed about where yeah. we're at. Yeah. But I'm sure not going down without a fight. And there are still some things that we can do to save ourselves as a country that promotes democracy and promotes human rights, like that moves forward, that progresses, it doesn't go backwards into this, into this social hierarchy that serves only white Christian men <laughs> and the people who have proxy power in that structure to them. You know, like we don't, we, we could still save ourselves. I, I, want, I want us to put some links in the show notes mm-hmm. about, and, and I'm going to encourage y'all to take Three separate actions right now that I, we personally have taken um, that we would like to invite you to join us. This is a way to channel the energy you're feeling around this into something actually positive and being part of the solution. Hit us. What's number one? The first one is you mentioned um, funds or or helping people to get abortions in places that that no longer support their right to do that. uh, we gave money yesterday to uh, a, an organization called the National Network of Abortion Funds. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, the The website is abortionfunds.org. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, the donations that you make to this network of abortion funds gets split, or you can go on the website and choose. They've got links to local, uh, like 80 or 90 different local, locally, um, Locally located places—that's <laughs> not the one—but like people, like places around the country local, that think. are serving yeah. their own local populations in this way. So, yeah. you know, if you if you live in a state where this right is no longer protected, um, you can choose to give directly to your state, or or you can give generally to this network, which we did, yep. and they split those donations among these networks to help people who need this medical care to get it. Um, we will aid and abet abortion. That's yeah. what we're doing. So that's one thing that's you can do. That's number one, abortionfunds.org. What's number two? Number two is decide right now what you're going to do to, uh, to make an impact on the 2022 congressional election. It's happening in November. Every single seat in the House of Representatives is up for election every mm-hmm. two years. It's happening this year. Currently, Democrats have a majority, but uh, this minority that wants to entrench their power in the United States, the Republican Party, has gerrymandered and suppressed the votes in places where they can. Um, and that effort has been accelerating. And so even though we currently have the majority, and even though 
for years now, the popular vote in the House of Representatives has has been like wildly democratic. Wild, like it's forty million, fifty million votes. Like it's just like it's ridiculously yeah. weighted because the gerrymandering and voter suppression has worked. It's going to be a tough race for mm-hmm. us to keep the House, but we need to keep control. We need to keep democratic control of the House of Representatives. In the Senate, we currently have a Democratic majority, technically. But if you've been following along at all, you know that there are a couple of Democratic senators who have not been behaving like Democrats at all and have been standing in the way of the vast majority, the rest of the Democratic senators in the Senate who want to eliminate the filibuster so that they can actually pass laws that, A, protect abortion rights, codify, Mm -hmm. make it law that could undo what the Supreme Court did on Friday. B, protect voting rights. Yes, vitally important. Yeah. These are things we need to we need to have done. These two senators uh, have been standing in the way. We need a two couple, more. We need a couple more senators. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is that there are some races. The Senate Senate seats are um, up for re-election every six years. Mm-hmm. So not all of them are up for election this year. A third of them each election. Exactly. So this year there are some that are um, that are that are there's going to be an election in these states, and there's a chance that we could actually increase when we need to increase the number of Democratic senators in the Senate. If we can do that, they can eliminate the filibuster so that they can pass a law to make a, a, a national, make abortion legal nationally via via a law and not just a court ruling, which as we have just seen can be just thrown out on a whim, yep. right? Um, and pass voting rights and do all the other stuff that we need. Climate climate action, like action on gun safety, like all of the things that, that like that have been we've been stymied from doing can happen if we elect a couple a couple more Democratic senators who will help to reform the to eliminate the filibuster and make all of those reforms in legislation. Do we have a link for this? We do. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just I'm ranting. I'm on, I'm on it's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Jamie and I a couple of years ago signed up with Vote Save America. That's what I thought it was going to be. I already wrote it down. Great. VoteSaveAmerica.com, people. Um, it's just a portal, and it connects you to stuff, resources for helping locally, if you want to help with local elections, if you have a vital one in your community, but you can connect to anywhere. That's how Shannon and I got connected a couple of years ago with Wisconsin Democrats. So because we're already connected with Wisconsin Democrats, that's actually one of the states where there's a Senate election happening this year that we could flip yeah. from a Republican to a Democrat. So we're going to be, excuse me, we're going to be working phone banks for Wisconsin to help elect a Democrat, a Democratic senator from Wisconsin into the Senate. You can, the Vote Safe America website is great. Like it's really, it helps you understand in in very plain graphics and language about Mm. like what needs to be done and how you can get involved specifically. So go to votesaveamerica.com and do that. The third link and and the third point that I want to make is that one of the things that it's clear from last Friday and and from really not just from last Friday, from the 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 horrible gun decision that this that the Supreme mm. Court handed down last week, um, the horrible, obviously, uh overturning Roe versus Wade, there are more decisions coming down the pike that are they're probably gonna invalidate the Environmental Protection Agency uh on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, or Tuesday. Like it's it's, it's not good. Coming. <laughs> yeah. Um it is clear, and f- because of these are these are all positions, by the way, that are wildly unpopular with the vast majority of American people, mm-hmm. right? Also, these justices were... The, the, the court is clearly acting... The majority on the court right now is clearly acting as a political organization. They're, they're acting in the interests of 
white Christian fascists. Yep. That's what they're doing. We have the power in this, in our system, in our constitutional system, to put a check on that. And we need to. We need our Congress to put a check on that. We need to expand the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. It's been done seven times in the history of the United States. There is not a specific number no. of justices in the Constitution that they're supposed to be. It fluctuates depending on the population of the country and the makeup of the district courts. Right, you know? like the last time when it's it was... It's overdue for a readjustment. Right, it was expanded to nine justices uh, when there were nine circuit courts yeah. in the United States. Well, guess what? There are now 13 circuit courts in the United States. Let's add four justices. It would help to balance the... the, the um, the imbalance. It would thank you. It balanced the imbalance. Yeah. Um, and there's a movement afoot to advocate for that. Um, it's, Do you have a link for that? It's gaining traction. You can be part of it by going to uh, fourmore.us. I believe that's it. Will you check me? I will. Uh, Four more is this organization. It's 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 a it's an effort. Yes. Um, that is a. a Co, can you read all the organizations that are working together on this effort? It's right there on the front page. It's in the Indivisible Group. Um, who else? Stand is it? Up America, Take Back the Court Action Fund, Demand Justice, People's Parity Project. It's like a supergroup. It's a supergroup. These are all organizations that are working together to this in this effort too. There's there's, a, there's currently a bill in the Senate and that's been introduced in the Senate and in the House called the Judiciary Act of 2021. So I guess it wasn't just introduced. Um, it was introduced last year, yes. But this is the bill that they're rallying around right now um, and uh, trying to encourage uh, lawmakers to get, Democratic lawmakers to get on board with this effort. Long term, it doesn't matter what good laws we pass in Congress if we still have a Supreme Court that can just be like, nope, 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 and do whatever they want in service yeah. of their minority agenda. Yep. So this is something that we've got to do um, and so you can get involved by, I, I signed up this morning at fourmore.us yeah. to become involved in that effort. And I've, I'm, I'm committing myself also on that topic mm -hmm. to talk about expanding the court as often as I have an opportunity to in social media, in conversations. I am going, I've committed myself to normalizing the words expand the court. Like that, that's something that we, we've got to do that. Like it's a fundamental issue that our, country, our democracy won't survive with this current court that is that has demonstrated its illegitimacy. So let's work to change that. Right on. All right, those are some great links, and those will be in the show notes, people. So why don't we cruise on into the Inspiration Station? Inspiration Station. Good, because I can really use it. <laughs> I know. And so you know what we're going to play for our Inspiration Station? What? We are going to play Alyssa's voice memo. Because you guys, are, um. so you guys remember, last week, Shannon and I put out a call and we said, anyone who would like to send us a little voice recording of you, just so we can hear your voice in the same way that you hear ours every mm -hmm. week, please do. We would love to hear your voice. It would enrich us. Because we know that there's a lot of you who spend every single week with us. You hear us every single week like we're in your lives. And we want to be in your lives too. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? It's not fair. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know how we do things. It's not like us up on a pedestal and you down below. We're at the center of a community, you know? Ideally not even at the center. You know what I mean? We're just part of it. So we want to yes. see you also. And Misfit star Alyssa... Uh, from Northern California, sent us just the absolute best, most passionate feeling voice memo. And I know that it inspired us when we heard it mm. and we got her permission and we would like to share that with you now. Awesome. 
Hi, Shannon and Jamie. I'm so happy that you sent out the request for voice memos from listeners uh, because I was just listening to your podcast and I love hanging out with you, but also I miss actually talking to you. So I wanted to let you know how I'm feeling right now, which is um, fair warning. Also, I'm I am going to swear, so if you want to get that bleeper ready, go for it. Um, I am feeling fucking livid. I'm feeling sad, scared, and sort of oddly energized. And I will go into uh, detail about that. Uh, So... I got a new job recently and it's going really well and there is a possibility that it could be, um, it's, it's temporary, it's for the summer, but there is potential for it to be permanent. It, there is potential for it to be, uh, a place where I would make more money than I've I've ever made or frankly ever thought possible to make as an artist and it's really exciting and so it it feels very energizing for me and at the same time I am thinking about this most recent um, Supreme Court ruling expanding gun rights especially in light of the multiple mass shootings that have happened and I literally want to take my family and get the fuck out of here and move to another country. And I also know that I have a very strong flight trauma response. So I'm trying to be aware of that within myself. And, um, but I, I just am really scared about where this country is headed. And I have been an activist for years. I've worked elections. I've talked to legislators about gun, uh, gun control. I've marched. I've done all the things. I've made calls for candidates. I've, I've, I've written postcards to voters. I've done like, you name it, I've done it. And I'm feeling so, uh, just done. I feel sort of despair about where this country is at and I don't want to raise my daughter here. She's five and I don't want to have to tell her that people come into schools and slaughter children. Like, what the fuck? (sighs) Anyway, that's where I'm at. It's a lot to hold to be hopeful about my future and the economic stability that I could provide myself and my family here in California and also at the same time wanting to get the fuck out. I don't know how to hold those things. So anyway... Thank you both. I miss you both. I wish I could hug you both. I really appreciate Alyssa's like courage to look at the reality of the situation yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we're all in. Yeah. Um, and 
even like in her like pauses in her mm-hmm. message, I felt I, I felt those pauses. Yes. <laughs> like I felt her being like sitting with this, not exactly sure what to do. Yeah doing my best and that that itself was encouraging to me because it just like it, it it reminds me that we are in a community of people who are sitting with this stuff who yeah. are wrestling with it who are doing their best to figure out how to care for themselves and care for their loved ones and also how to how to be and how to act in a time like this it was mm-hmm. it was encouraging and i should note that Alyssa sent us that voice memo before the road decision came down right uh, I reached out to her after the road decision came down just because it was on my schedule. Hey, don't forget to poke her to see if I can use this in the podcast. Mm-hmm. It was on, I think, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, absolutely. And I just, I feel, she's like, I feel all the same ways, but just times a million. Right. So, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Alyssa. That really made our day. Mm-hmm. Anyone else who uh, would like to make a little voice memo uh, to send to us, please do. We're not going to be making the podcast for a couple of months here, so we're not going to you know, necessarily air them, at least not immediately. Mm-hmm. But just please know that even if it's just for my and Shannon's consumption, it would still like really make our day. It would make my day. We'd love to hear your voice. So you can just record a little voice memo just to just... Just saying, just talking about whatever you'd like. And you can email that to me at J-A-M-I-E, Jamie at MisfitStars.com or to Shannon, well, both of us at MisfitStars.com. Yeah. And that would be great. How about we finish up here with a gratitude crank up? That's a great idea. What you got? Um, today I am expressing gratitude for the fact that I get to make creative stuff with you. Mm. I really love it. I love it I really it too. love Thanks. that we do that together. Same, it's the best. It brings so much joy mm-hmm. and meaning into my life and we have so much fun doing it. Yes. Um, so I'm really grateful mm-hmm. for that. Me too. I love it. Thank you. I love it. I'm grateful for our community of caring people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you are listening to this right now, hearing the sound of our voices as we talk about this, you're one of that community, and we're mm-hmm. so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. I imagine, given the nature of podcasts, that there might be some people who listen to this every week whom we've never met. Yeah. Uh, but I want you to know that we really, like, I think about you. I wonder who <laughs> you are. <laughs> I consider you part of our community. Mm-hmm. I hope that we get to give you a hug someday. Yeah. You know? Um, if you are listening to this and you've never met us, please consider being one of those people who sends us a voice memo. Yeah. We'd love to hear your voice. You know what I mean? This community thing, it's bi-directional. It's not just you listening to us. It's us listening to you. Yeah. Because that's how community works. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, uh, the discussions that we've been able to have around this Supreme Court stuff over the last couple of weeks uh, Mm. in our private Misfit Stars social network. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just like the safest, best space where people really, I think, genuinely feel like they can vulnerably and authentically and without fear of any kind of retribution or negative consequence, mm-hmm. talk about how they're feeling. Yeah. And it's so important in times like this. That's what that's part of mutual aid. Mm-hmm. This idea that we, like one of the biggest and most basic forms of mutual aid that we can provide to one another is holding one another's feelings mm-hmm. and being a safe receptacle for them, a safe landing place, a soft landing place for someone else's heart. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you're you guys, our community, like you are that for us. Uh, we work diligently every day to create situations in which you all have more of that for each other, too. Um, and I'm just grateful for all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you all for being part of that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, y'all, that's it for today. And that's it for... That's it for summer. That's it for summer. Um, it's a fresher. I'm going on break. <laughs> I love it. If you don't know that reference, Google Mitch Hedberg, H-E-D-B-E-R-G. It's a fresher. You'll probably find it on YouTube, and it's just a wonderful um, reflection. Moment of joy. Um, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Uh, if you um, are a member of Misfit Stars, and you are one of the people who supports us in a small dollar monthly fashion as you do gosh thank you so much um we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you and without your support so thank you for that yeah if you um are a person who has not uh yet become a supporting uh person a financially supportive person of this effort we would just like to ask you to do that yeah. uh, if this is valuable to you and you can afford to kick over a small dollar monthly contribution to yeah. uh, to support what we're doing here. It would mean the world. It would practically help in, in practical ways. And uh, it really just, it, it really helps keep us going. So thank you so much. Quite literally. Yes. Especially in these weird, precarious times, uh, you know, that you all have been supporting us in this way is literally why we've managed not to lose our house. Yeah. I'm not joking about that. No, I know. I'm not exaggerating. Right. Like, it's really true, and we're really grateful to you for it. Yeah. And it's also enabled us to really broaden the scope of the service work that we're able to do for other people, and that's yeah. been a magical development. Yeah, it's been great. So, thank you. If you want to join, we haven't mentioned the link yet, mm. misfitstars.com slash support. That's how you uh, get yourself into that goodness. Thank you. And thank you. Um, Y'all have a good summer. Yeah. Please feel free to message us at any time if you just need a little Shannon and Jamie time. Mm -hmm. You know where to find us. Um, and when until we come back to the podcast, please take good care of yourselves yeah. and be good to each other. We love y'all. Love you.